Welcome back to the Talking Chop podcast brought to you by the folks over at Chief of Staff KC. This week we're joined by the one and only Kiana Sinks. Kiana, how's your week going so far? Going good. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, of course. Thanks for being here. Uh, well, Kiana's doing some awesome things over at the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum uh, as their community engagement manager. Uh, and she also runs her own diversity and inclusion consulting business called Elevate Consulting. Um, Kiana, I know uh, how busy you are. So again, thanks for making some time to, to be with us this week. Um, you ready to talk some chop? Let's do it. Awesome. Uh, well, after a two-week hiatus, the Chiefs are uh, finally set to take the field on Sunday against the Browns after their kind of stunning upset of the Steelers mm -hmm. last weekend. Uh, as we chop it up, we'll bring you our breakdown of the AFC playoff picture uh, after wildcard weekend and preview our divisional round matchup against Baker Mayfield and company. Mm -hmm. uh, but first, we're bringing you the positions of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff KC, your local trusted talent scouts. We're a recruiting firm at Brookside and we'll bring you the best accounting and finance, admin and marketing, HR operations and sales uh, talent Kansas City has to offer. So. What's that, Lucas? What do you got this week, man? Yeah, just got a new one as of, what, 2.30 today, a couple hours ago. So it's right off the press. I know I said that last week, but hey, this one's yeah. even hotter. Yeah, um, market's hot right it now. It is. It's so bad. It's back to normal. It feels so good. But anyways, I digress. So it's a brand new position. It's it's a hybrid role kind of between a, a senior accountant and a county manager position. So they'll look at both levels of experience. Uh, the reason being is there's a new acquisition that they've just undergone and, and are, are going through. And so it'll allow a lot of vertical growth. So they're willing to look at someone who's, you know, six years into their career in that senior level role that has management aspirations or someone who's already there uh, and is willing to take this company to the next level. Uh, manufacturing and distribution experience preferred. Uh, competitive compensation benefits are, are second to none. So senior managers uh, or senior accountants, accounting managers out there, give me a shout. And on the sales and operations side, we have a uh, financial advisor position open right now. Um, two to 10 years of experience. Uh, it's kind of different. The firm um, you know, operates pretty uniquely um, and really just trying to engage with young people, helping them plan for the future. But the firm doesn't offer commission. Um, so it's uh, salary and bonuses involved. But um, they're not really looking for that lone wolf, uh, you know, typical business development type. Uh, they want a, a good team player who's sharp, professional, uh, and organized. So if that sounds like you or someone you know, reach out to us and we'll take care of you. But um, those are your positions of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff, Casey. All right, time to talk some shop first. Then we'll talk chop a little bit later, Kiana. But again, thank you for being here. Emerson's told me just some great things. Uh, I've done a little research myself. I, I love your background, and I think it looks uh, not only phenomenal on paper, but it's a great story. So I would love for you to share a little bit about it, if you don't mind. Um, kind of talk a little bit about how you got to KC and then your roles with the museum and Elevate um, Consulting. For sure. Like mm -hmm. most people, um, oh, so thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, of um, course. And like most people, you fall in love with Kansas City yeah. uh, when you come visit or, yeah. you know, you're not from here. And mm -hmm. um, my intentions was not to live here. Mm -hmm. I was on an academic scholarship through the Greater Kansas City Foundation. Okay. Um, and they said, Kiana, uh, through the Brand Myers, you have two options. And we have mm -hmm. two things that we need for you to do. Um, we don't mind supporting you through the foundation, but we need you to maintain the 3.0. And mm -hmm. we need you to give so many hours uh, quarterly to um, your professional development. And I was like, but I got to come all the way to Kansas City. They were okay. like, yes. And, and where are you from originally again? Uh, so family, Columbia, Missouri, okay. born and raised Jonesboro, Arkansas. Okay. Yep. All right. nice. So it was kind of like a, all right, I guess I'll come here for money type thing for school. <laughs> if that's all City. I got to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just, you know, over the years, you just, you learn so much, you mm -hmm. see a lot um, and you just experience and you meet amazing people. And I just knew right up to my senior year of college, I knew I wanted to make Kansas City home. Sure. That's excellent. I appreciate you sharing that. 
Yeah. Um, so you guys have been in the news recently. Um, I, Justin was talking about uh, scrolling through Instagram and seeing Bob yeah. Kendrick and Dave Dave Portnoy oh, yeah. uh, on their FaceTime interview. But you yeah. guys had just recently received Barstool's small business grant. Um, can you kind of, I, I, well, I know 2020 was kind of a difficult year to have mm-hmm. people to the museum. Uh, can you kind of talk about, you know, I guess how you guys overcame 2020 as a museum, you know, kind of relying on people to actually show up, uh, but then also what that grant is, um, you know, what kind of impact that'll make with you guys. And then also, uh, you know, what your goals are coming up for the museum in 2021. Yeah. Well, 2020 for all of us was a difficult year. Um, and so I think, you know, when you look at it from a social injustice and the museum, having a stewardship in Kansas city Mm -hmm. to be able to tell that story through the lens of baseball, um, Mm -hmm. and civil rights, it, it only, uh, heightened our presence across the country. Um, I think Major League Baseball, and and it's a steward to Bob's leadership, that he's done a phenomenal job over the course of plus 10 years um, being a good steward over our partnership with them. Um, We've seen it with the commemorative patch Mm -hmm. uh, that they wore, uh, the Centennial patch, the entire day. So every ball club, you know, paid their respects to the Negro Leagues. Uh, we saw it just recently when they announced, you know, they're going to integrate the Negro League stats. And yeah, so that's huge. That's it's awesome. huge. Uh, it's going to change the game of baseball, potentially. Right. So we will be waiting to see when those things uh, are become available to the public. But I mean, those things kept us relevant. And I think there's not a museum in the country that is everywhere right now and so as community engagement managers starting in September I mean it was supposed to be March but we all know what happened in March and so Mm -hmm. it was kind of this wait and see kind of type game and I can say you know just from my perspective what an amazing opportunity Um, and just to you know just increase not only just in Kansas City but uh, across the country Mm -hmm. in the first week I got to the job (laughs) I got an email uh, from the VP of the Cleveland Indians. And I think that's a testament just of how many people, um, not just in baseball, but just in leadership that look to us. And so it tells me that my job is not just here in Kansas City. Of <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. of course, it's for other states and for the ball clubs too. And so 2020 with the 100-year anniversary was just like a whirlwind. I mean, we didn't get to do uh, so many cool things that we had planned. Right. One being downtown at the Midland, our huge gala that would have happened on November 13th. But we replaced that with the Kansas City Streetcar downtown. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was wrapped in the 1942 Buck O'Neill jersey, number 22. And it was, it's beautiful. It was really cool, yeah. Uh, If you have not, I haven't ridden a streetcar yet, so that's on my list. Don't judge me. (laughs) But I would encourage everybody, if you have not seen it, to look it up or go down and take a stroll in the River Market and get on. It was was incredible. So that was like my first Mm -hmm. big thing I got to oversee and help raise the money and kind of get it going but I would say you know in moving forward for this year in 2021 and then the barstool news just the other day Mm -hmm. I mean somebody put our name for it it's literally like I'm sitting with you guys here on a Wednesday and then Monday I was like running around like a chicken with my head cut off when the news broke and I mean I just think like what a better way for not only to preserve you know the museum's uh you know history but also you know we're, we we suffer like most businesses right. sure. um and so i think these funds will definitely go towards you know operationally mm-hmm. and just for us to continue to do the good work that a lot of people know that we are capable to do oh of course and you know i was just so excited to see them select you guys because obviously not only like you were saying you have a huge impact in the kansas city community mm-hmm. but nationally you know that's you know that's just that's a story that's a museum that yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, can't go on another. So. It took social media by storm. I saw it all mm. day long. It was cool. I was in there smiling. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> I've been there. That's so great. Represent and, uh, Kansas City. Yeah, and I mean, you know, uh, Bob, I mean, what an amazing person he is. Definitely. You know, I've, I've known, known him for quite some time now mm. and prior to me taking this role at the museum. And I think that, you know, we don't really see a lot of what, not just him, but just leaders in our city and Kansas City in general. You know, mm. we just see the end result. Mm-hmm. They show up. It's like this is this game time, yeah. and people put so much into their craft uh, on the field, right? Yeah. Um, and so I just feel like, I mean, that just displayed. You know, he, he's on vacation, sure. but it's like it was much deserved. Yeah. <laughs> he's on his golf trip. Yeah. 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 I mean, what was, great news to have while you're taking it easy too. That's yeah. Awesome. That's well, awesome. What a great start to 2021 for you guys. I know you'll continue that success, but a, a little bit about yourself, right? So you're one of the most civically engaged young professionals here in Kansas City. Um, it's kind of a two-part question. So why Kansas City? If you elaborate on that a little bit more, what made you stick around? Um, and then, you know, you want to make a, a big impact on the community. So uh, if you can elaborate on, on what you're doing to continue mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I think for me, you know, you're here in Kansas City. And what changed my life, Luke, was mm-hmm. uh, at Central Methodist, I ended up founding our school's African-American Student Union. That's awesome. And that was in the wake, though, of, you know, Trayvon Martin, Michael mm-hmm. Brown. Right. And so you know, fast forward like five years later is like George Floyd, right? right. And then Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But it's one of those things where you're at a predominantly white college, mm-hmm. uh, got a great education, but mm-hmm. you're looking around and you don't see a lot of people who look like you. Mm-hmm. And so when you move to Kansas City as a young professional, you know, in my motto in life is you always create something out of what you wish you would have had. Right. So when I came to Kansas City, I wish I would have had like some organization that said, like, okay, what does Black Kansas City look like? Sure. Um, because we have a lot of professionals here that they don't know about 18th and Vine. They don't know about Negro Leagues. They don't know about mm-hmm. American Jazz Museum. So it's like, how can we leverage that even more? And so you start looking at that, and you're like, what could be done? <laughs> and yeah. that led to me founding uh, Black Excellence KC right. um, wow. and basically just wanting to you know, further promote opportunities for black young professionals in our city because, sure. you know, it is a problem. We yeah. we in Kansas City need to retain, right? Chief of staff is, you know, giving people jobs. Mm-hmm. But what if it was like, hey, let's just see, like, what can we do to carve out more in our retentions and work more with employee resource groups to implement those things? So right. sure. it looks a little different when you're talking about diversity, equity, inclusion, because it's like the mooning rule in football, right? Um, <laughs> we yeah. know that. They have to they have to interview at least, you know, maybe that's for black candidates or people mm-hmm, of color. Mm-hmm. So I think it should be the same way when we're looking at giving young professionals opportunities yeah. or anyone. And so that was kind of my reasoning for like wanting to stay around Kansas City. Sure. If I could have a hand in changing the narrative of, you know, young professionals being able to, oh, they're young, they're they don't know anything. It's like, no, like we're the next like I was telling Emerson last week, in five to ten years, people are going to be asking us for meetings, right, <laughs> you correct, know, and right. how to right. how to make it, how mm-hmm. to move, you know, doing their own podcast mm-hmm. at some time is which we hope. Sure. Um, behind the camera, you mm-hmm. know, talking talking about Chiefs, yeah. and so I think for us, it's it's hard to say that Kansas City's great, but we're still, you know. 15 or 25 percent, you know, lacking in these corporate mm-hmm. diversity and equity, you know, policies and rooms. And I'm I'm looking up and I'm not seeing people who look like me in leadership. Mm. That's a problem. So in, yeah. in, 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 a, in order to create something that we want or we desire to see, I think it's important for us to start, 
you know, changing policies. And, and unfortunately, with people of color, we, we got the data to, to back that up. And so. Yeah. So, I, I mean, well, first of all, we're lucky to have you here in Kansas yeah. City. Yeah. Uh, you've <laughs> already done some, that. you're 25 and you've already done some amazing things. The, um, the passion you speak with, oh, I, yeah. I just have to applaud you on that. I, I love hearing you discuss what you plan on doing. You 100%. Know? It, it gets me excited. Yeah. And so, I mean, we were talking last week about Elevate and the consulting your work you're mm-hmm. doing that kind of you know, um, you know, piggybacks off of what you were speaking to. But mm-hmm. um, can you kind of talk to us a little bit more about your initiatives actually in the workplace and working with co- like local Kansas City companies to really bring uh, diversity and inclusion uh, initiatives you know, forward and uh, yeah. um, try to honestly reshape the, what the workforce is going to look like in the future? What are, your, yeah. what are your biggest goals with that? Yeah, I feel like the last one in 2020 was working with the Builders Association, had an opportunity to moderate some conversations with the Greater Kansas City Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those discussions are exactly what I'm telling you guys. You know, what should we be looking for in the next two to five years um, and giving, you know, high school uh, transitional co- or first generational college students? The last big keynote speaking engagement I have was in this uh, for the state of Missouri in Jeff City. I drove down um, and right by the state capitol. It was really weird. And I was just like, they put me in a room like this and they're like, all right. Time to speak. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I just talked about, you know, what should people who are making financial aid decisions and, mm-hmm. you know, how can people partner with chief of staff and agencies as such to to groom? Like most kids who come up for like me, you know, they don't it's like what my resume, what? Like, yeah. you know, like those things that need to become more common than than different. And so mm-hmm. I think for me, it's been here in Kansas City, just having those conversations with a lot of CEOs, I, I mean, I sometimes it blows my mind that I'm like, am I really talking to this person? Okay, mm-hmm. but it's impactful. It's meaningful. I feel like, honestly, I don't really take it in as it comes because I know that there's so much to be done. I, I feel like my ideas are no different than others. I think for me, my motto is just, just do it. Um, because if you don't do it, then who else is going to do it? And right. people are only going to believe um, in what you do. And I think for me, I'm, I'm not really a talker. Um, I think people know who really know me well. Uh, over time that, you know, I'm all about, okay, we do this, like, how can I either help you or how can I get it done? Yeah. And I'm going to figure out a way to get it done. So I, I think mm-hmm. for me, it's those conversations with CEOs is like big because they are people who are making those decisions. Right. Um, but they're like informal conversations like this. And it allows me to kind of, I think, open up the door for people like us to, to walk behind me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As our, as our president would say, they're the movers and shakers of yeah. Kansas City, right? So very exciting for those conversations to continue to be had for yourself. Um, we like to do some rapid fire questions here. So every week we ask our guests a recent first down. Uh, it could be personal, could be professional, but essentially it's a success that l- is going to lead to further success. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll ask for a sack, so a sm- slight setback that you had to overcome. Um, and then we'll ask for a Hail Mary. The wasp. So, the wasp, yeah. yeah. Shout, out, shout out Kyle Bach. Uh, uh, we have time to run wasp. We're going to ask for your Hail Mary or wasp. Uh, what's your big goal for next year uh, that you would like to accomplish or this, this year, year, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's wild saying that, though, right? 2021. So we'll start with first down. Uh, and this is something like good. Yes, positive. Okay. Positive uh, is going to lead to more success for you. Yeah, I would just say really just, man, life and being here, mm-hmm. right? Because we've seen so much this year. So when I look at just like personal goals and mm-hmm. – for myself, I'm like, okay, we, we got we got the job, we got the brand. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think for me, it's just being grateful for opportunities because not mm-hmm. a lot of people are afforded that. Not a lot of people are hearing yes, mm-hmm. um, where we are now. 
Yeah. So I would say that would be my first down. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. I got the chills listening to you say that because it's such a great uh, per- perceptive take from kind of a, a unique uh, one person. But then I've never heard that that before. Everyone goes with like something tangible. Mm-hmm. Like I've just. Mm-hmm. But when you take a step back and look at it from that angle, I, I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, what about a sack? A little setback. A little setback. You had to overcome. Yeah, I would say this year, this past year in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I really had to kind of slow down and put like your mental, like my mental health mm-hmm. and just like, you know, taking care of me first. Sure. Um, I think it, people would have never known as people hear this and it's like, what? Like you were doing what? Like when, like when you were getting the Stevie award? Yes. Because yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot, you know, yeah. when we are moving and grinding and getting up and coffee meetings and zoom and you're not slowing down. It's just right. one thing after the mm-hmm. next and you're not taking in. So I think for me, the the little setback that I had was it was just happening. You're mm-hmm. not really, you're forgetting you. And I sure. think if you're not great, then anything else you do is not going to be great. Mm-hmm. So I had to take that that slow kind of approach and say, all right, let's back up a little bit. Yeah, no. <laughs> let's regroup. Yeah. <laughs> and well, let's, I, honestly, uh, I, I appreciate you sharing that yeah. and being vulnerable enough to, yep. to talk about that because, you know, I've been in your shoes before too like i've gone through that you know you you try to move so fast and do so many different things that you know a lot of times your own personal health especially mental health gets sacrificed because of that so well i i just appreciate you talking about that because it's definitely something that our generation cares about a lot yeah uh, and it's definitely a problem that you know we need to address more often to have those conversations. So mm-hmm. I appreciate you bringing that up. For sure. And everything ain't always okay. You know, and that's, right. and that's okay. Right. Um, and I feel like just normalizing that too, because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, my grandma always tells me, you're your own worst critic. And I feel like we, we're in that society now, especially our generation where it's like, grind, 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 go, 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 mm. make the bag, like, go get it. And it's yeah. like, all right, like, when's the last time you went to counseling? Like, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not because you got to be crazy, but, you yeah. know, it's like, well, what are you doing? So right. that that's a part of my routine now. Like today, Love just it. being transparent. Yeah. I had a counseling call. Not yeah. because life is just shattering. It's sure. like checking with you, yes. you know? And so yeah. that that right there, and that's full transparency. Love and I that. feel like that's the, that's the way that I'm going to be able to continue to grow and make room for more. Right. Um, Love so. that. Taking well, care of yourself. Huh? Yeah. That should be the model for 2021, right? Let's do it, so, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, talk to me about your your WASP or Hail Mary, kind of these large goal or aspiration that you have for this year. Man, I feel like for me, with the museum and just with the personal brand, I feel like just really, we have an amazing like city. Mm-hmm. And I feel like locally in Kansas City this year, my goal would be to, and I know COVID has put a damper on people meeting in person, sure. but just connecting the dots more. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people are trying to recreate the wheel. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people don't understand, like Kansas City has already great things to offer. We mm-hmm. already have the people that, that have the tools to do it. We just need to like figure it out. Right. right. And I feel like it's kind of like we hear it all the time, like work smarter, not mm-hmm. harder. So I, I pride myself in, I think, being that um, and, and kind of being like, how does not Emerson know such and such? Or how mm-hmm. does how does Luke not how is he not connected to, mm-hmm. you know, this person? And I feel like once we start doing that inter, intergenerationally and sure. racially, sure, you bridge a lot of gaps. Yep. And I feel like his city potential in that is still yet to be determined. We haven't gotcha. reached that. So that's like a large, yeah. I guess, local Kansas City goal is yeah. just. If we could connect more of the best of Kansas City, like yeah. we would, we would. Be, I'm, a, I'm afraid of what we would do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm on board. Let's do it, Kiana. Yeah, right, let's well, do it. I'm well, with you on that. There's one. talks, you know. Me and Emerson had a good chat, and I feel mm-hmm. like there's some things in in place. I just feel like you know a lot of people, you know, for me, you just want to make sure like it's something that you really 
like have everyone sure. around you that's like because it you know thing it's like people people are losing jobs people are going through tough things so and yeah. I and I just say that you can have fun I'm sure. I have fun when it's time to kick it I kick it yeah, and I go hard yeah. when it's time to work <laughs> I work <Love laughs> you it. know so it's not all serious all the time yeah, you find sure. a balance but um and then for the museum I think uh, nationally would just be the we're great brand um I think for us it's just kind of how do we connect the dots? And so yeah. I really want to have a hand in digitally um, mm -hmm. connecting more of our brand to Major League Baseball. And I think that's going to be incredible. Um, like I just got off call today um, about this year's plans. And so wow. it's just amazing to see like, it's like, all right, I just uh, got off call with the ladies. It is women. Women are leading the ship, y'all. Love it. Y'all better step back. <laughs> <laughs> we it. are leading the ship. I'm like, this is an all women call. It's incredible. So it was just dope to see that and yeah. to know like, okay, you're, you're driving this train. Mm -hmm. And this is nationally. And to your point, like, you know, what will happen with the stats mm -hmm. and just all these other things. And. The museum has an amazing exhibit, uh, Breaker Barriers, that Evergy has partnered with us and Kaufman Foundation as well. Mm -hmm. So it highlights uh, the perspective men who broke mm -hmm. their color barrier on their Major League Baseball team. Yeah. And wow. I don't think everybody knows. Like, we think of Jackie Robinson, and it's mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah. We, but we don't talk about, like, uh, you know, the Cleveland Indians or, you sure. know, the Minnesota Twins. So it should be, for me, I'm growing, I'm learning. I mean, yeah. I know Bob's a wealth of knowledge mm -hmm. when it comes to Negro League's history, but uh, I'm getting there. So <laughs> there you go. That's excellent. We're, we're crawling. Yeah. Well, um, it, it's so great to not only hear your story, but, you know, all, all the things you've accomplished so far in your young career and, you know, what your aspirations are moving forward. 2021, year of Kiana Singh. Stop on board. Watch people. out. There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I appreciate you sharing that with us. But uh, I think it's time to talk some chop. Let's down. talk some chop. Let's do it. Um, so our boys are back in the number one seed this year, headed into Sunday's matchup against the Browns. Um, they're looking to win back-to-back -back playoff games since the first time since uh, 1950 when they won the Super Bowl last. So it's been a minute for the boys, uh, mm -hmm. but we'll see what happens. Uh, Keanu, we always give our guests the first take um, each week, in kind of a tribute to Andrew, Andy Reid. But uh, mm -hmm. how are you feeling about the Chiefs headed into the playoffs? Like, you know, where's your confidence level? Um, time's yours. Man, I feel like we're going to run it back, like Let's everybody go. else was yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, I think looking at the Chiefs, I'm not a huge football fan. I think I'm, I'm, it's growing on me you because go. you're living in Kansas City. I uh, feel like Patrick Mahomes, there's some synergy from afar. Like, mm -hmm. that's, my, that's my homie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, being 25, he has really set the standard for yes. our city. Um, and I think for me, off the field, looking at just how he, you know, just uplifts our culture. I mean, yeah. for me, I feel like mm -hmm. the personal connection, he wears our 1945 Jackie Robinson jersey, walking out to the game. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, yeah. he just put yeah. us back on back order. Like, yeah. so it's and how he just, you know, carried the entire team. I mean, Kelsey, sure. just everybody. So I feel like they're going to do great because yeah. um, they, they play with such confidence um, mm -hmm. all across the, the board. The championship swagger, man. Yeah. I just hope our defense does what it needs to do. <laughs> That's right. We'll get into that. 100%. You, you hit yeah. that nail on the head. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Browns, I mean, we watched them play the Steelers recently, and, and – they got off to a hot start, and this, but this, they let the Steelers back into it. Yep. So that's kind of my biggest takeaway from their most recent game, and kind of what I'm thinking, uh, you know, we'll be able to do. And I have my keys to victory later, so I won't go into too much depth. But if they allow us to attack them like the Steelers did, I think we'll be all right. You know, mm -hmm. they have a lot of holes in that defense. The Browns do. So yeah, they have yep. firepower, but. 
can they keep it up with the Kansas City Chiefs? Right. I mean, they they came out to a twenty-eight to nothing first first quarter lead. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with <laughs> Big Ben, it's kind of reminiscent of what Peyton Manning uh, losing that first snap mm-hmm. of the Super Bowl to safety, or even like Carson Palmer and the ball going right. over his head. Um, but yeah, I mean, they just dug themselves a hole they couldn't get out of. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they did outscore the Browns thirty-seven to twenty after um, the first quarter. So it's not like the Browns have like you know a God-fearing defense or anything right. like that. I mean, they allowed Big Ben to throw for five hundred and one yards yeah. with an NFL record forty-seven completions mm-hmm. and four touchdowns. He did throw four picks. Come on, but I mean, Big Ben he, he dropped back and threw it sixty plus <laughs> times with a guy who yeah. is on his last leg. Yeah. That it might have been in the last game he ever played yeah. uh, with a surgically repaired elbow, mm-hmm. and he sliced and diced mm-hmm. them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like we'll get into it uh, with yeah. the keys to victory. But again, it, I mean. It's whoever's going to score more points. It yep. really is. So. Yeah, but don't underestimate them. You know what I mean? I like a lot True. of people. I'm on Twitter. I'm like, oh, look, I ain't no football fan. But I'm like, man, clearly the Browns was not determined to win this game. <laughs> <laughs> they came out and proved everybody wrong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, be, be careful. For, you know, don't yeah. judge yep. a book by its cover too 100%. quick. 100%. Yeah. You're exactly Because right. we, we, we was on the other side of that before that, that Super know. Bowl. True. So Very true. people didn't think. You know we were gonna go, so let's just let's just get through this weekend. Yeah, I like it. Voice of reason. <laughs> yes. Voice of reason. Okay, stay stay, stay level headed. Yeah, I mean that's and, that's <laughs> and I also... think we're spoiled. Like I hear, oh, we lost. Oh, they're not. Pl-. I'm like, there was a time where Chiefs were winning no games. Right. Y'all no. need to calm down. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, and some... that's a, like being yeah. a, being a lifelong Chiefs fan. Everyone always has that nervous mentality, especially mm-hmm. going to the playoffs. We've already been there and done that and won the Super Bowl and trying to repeat. But like, yeah. I feel I still feel like there's always that little uneasiness yes. going into these playoff games that everyone has. Just from I, years I've said of scarring. we're. We're desensitized to the greatness, right? Mm. Because it happened so quickly and it happened so fast. And, and we ran it up, you know, mm-hmm. last year, came back at these great games. Patrick's been carrying us. And so when we see it happen, we just are wanting more. We're left for wanting more. And yeah. then we get into the situations, like you just said, where it's like we may look past an opponent. So yeah. let's not do that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> let's. let's Let's get to the playbook. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andy Reid off a bye. You know, he's always got that good, uh, good mojo going. Yep. Um, has a tremendous winning percentage with that. But uh, I mean, we'll see. They've been resting for what like three weeks now, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they got to come out firing early. Um, that Browns running attack, you can't let them get a big lead because then they're just gonna bleed you dry the rest of the game. But um, we do have a couple questionable injuries coming yep. up as well. Tyreek, mm-hmm. Sammy, Clyde, uh, and Remmers on the offensive side are all listed as questionable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ben Neiman on the defensive side of the ball. They also have, uh, I, I think, really the biggest piece is like their their offensive line mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is you know on its last leg. They have Conklin down. Um, they lost two linemen in a corner to IR mm-hmm. already. Um, they are getting Denzel Ward and Kevin Johnson, their cornerbacks, back, which mm-hmm. is huge against yep. our offense. But yep. hey, maybe this is a running game. Maybe this is a, a Bills game that no one really saw Clyde going off like that. Um, but it'll be interesting to see the game plan we got coming up with these injuries. So, Lucas, let's get into your keys to victory, and then we'll wrap yeah, up. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you guys saw Kareem Hunt, what he said recently. He said mm, it's, uh, personal, it's, it's personal for him. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't make any sense. You know, we loved him when he was here. We wanted him to stay. Mm-hmm. He, unfortunately, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't honest with the front office uh, from what we could see or hear from the, being outside, and, mm-hmm. and we had to let him go. Now, uh, we're going to keep it personal, Kareem, if, if that's what you want. So yeah. my key to victory, number one, keep it personal. Um, <laughs> you know, we're going to take him out of the game. And so we'll do that by allowing mm-hmm. Patrick's arm to attack early, attack often. As we've said before, if we get up um, early, their running game will 
still be there, but it will be close to non-existent. They'll have to pass to catch yeah. up to us in a quick manner. So uh, keep it personal. Key to victory, number one. Number two, our linebackers have to come to play. Yep. Um, you know, it, they have a, a great uh, receiving core that kept finding the middle of the field against the Steelers. And so if we can uh, keep our, our linebackers' heads on a swivel, protect the run game like I just mentioned, oh, but yeah. also really not – have that soft zone in the middle that's going to continue getting them first downs. That'll be number two. Uh, number three, uh, come out not not rusty, which I think we're going to be a little bit no matter what because it's been yeah. a few weeks, right? But uh, dust that rust off as quick as humanly possible and, and be the team that we know we can be. Yeah, man. And yeah. can I say with Kareem Hunt, like yeah. nobody – Asked you to get in trouble, like right. we love you, man. Like, I'm just like that. That has nothing to do with the Chiefs organization. Yeah. So that that video got leaked, yes. and that exposed everything. Yeah. So I just feel yeah. like you know, sports, great yeah. athlete, character yeah. at that time, right? Mm, mm-hmm. A little questionable. Yeah. Yeah. So you make it very hard for sure. you know the front office at the Chiefs organization sure. to be like, should we keep him? Like you, you gotta let him go. Yeah, right. you know. Right. So, but I'm glad he got a second chance. Well, how's he yes. gonna learn his lesson? You know, I mean, if you continually back him and he's like straight lying to your face uh as an organization that you know that's mm-hmm. i think that you're right they're back into a corner they needed to make that decision and mm-hmm. i mean think about it like had we had him we could have made it to the super bowl um we might have won against patriots might be a three yeah. feet that we're talking about right Wishful now but thinking. hey we we came out all right <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't we're on to 2021 yeah, right? you gotta think forward thinking here right? uh but yeah uh so i did want to ask you if you had a score prediction for the game we typically do that i i'm terrible at these but, yeah, but i feel like i'm very good either don't worry uh chiefs are 10 point favorites over under 57 but what do you like what do you think the score is going to be um, let's, let's go with like 24 to 10. Okay. All right. All right. I, I like that. Yeah. Defensive I, battle. I, I do as well. Yeah. Um, cool. Chiefs, obviously. Yes. Right. Chiefs, yeah. obviously. Yeah. I, Cause I do feel like Patrick will give us, you know, the momentum yeah. in the first half that we will need. I just think the key thing is, are we going to maintain that the yeah. second half? Sure. Cause we can't sure. get comfortable. So yeah. Chiefs fans who will be out there, be loud and proud. I was watching a video today of, of just like the 70,000 singing songs and being loud after crazy plays. So hopefully that will still have some sort of effect, mm-hmm. um, you know, on the game and the momentum. But I'm going to go Chiefs 38-24, uh, a little bit higher scoring battle. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to be high scoring too. I just – I think these offenses are – I mean, Baker's playing out of his mind right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that running game gives me pause. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the word for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do think – we might come out slow, but we'll, we'll finish strong like we always do. I think it'll be probably, I don't know, 34-27. I think it's going to be closer. Um, Ten points is a lot to lay, uh, mm-hmm. especially in a playoff game um, with how well they're, the Browns are playing right now. So I don't think we cover, uh, but I do think we pull it out in the end. Um, outside of the, the Chiefs game itself, uh, the number four seed Ravens are taking on the number two seed Bills um, on Saturday at 7 15. Uh, on NBC, you had a you had an interesting stat about Lamar Jackson, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Never played in a snow game. Like yeah, what? I know that might that psychologically is like, how do you function? Right. I, I think he could, if it does snow, he could be a Lamar that we've never seen before, for better or for worse. Yeah. You know, it, it really can get in the, the psyche of someone's mind. Yeah, but yeah. you know, when it snows, what do you do? You run the ball, and Lamar Jackson is one of the best do it so He's elusive yeah we'll see uh we'll see how that game plays out we'll take on the winner of that if we mm-hmm. advance and host a third straight afc championship at arrowhead stadium yeah we can pull it out on sunday uh on the nfc side rams are taking on the packers mm-hmm. hot take i think the rams are gonna win that game wow. um okay. and then bucks play the saints uh sunday at 5 40 uh after us 
I I mean, who do you like coming out of the NFC? Do we talk about that? I just want Tom Brady to lose. Call yeah. me a Tom Brady hater, but he <laughs> he decimated the Chiefs in the playoffs for numerous Far years, so long. I kind of have a chip on my shoulder there. But yeah, I honestly, know. I I want to see Mahomes Brady Super Bowl, and I want to see Mahomes finally Ooh. slay the dragon. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I just I, I think I don't I don't know the, the whole storylines about Aaron Rodgers, and I just for some reason I think upset alert in that game. That defense is so good. Mm. Uh, if if Jalen Ramsey can take uh, Devontae Adams mm-hmm. out of that. I mean, he's got good weapons around him, but they're not great. Uh, MV, uh, MVS and mm-hmm. um, Alan Lazard. Yep. Uh, and then, I mean, Tanyan's been good, but mm-hmm. they're, the Rams' defense is number one in the league. So, And Aaron Donald's always going to yep. mess some stuff up for you. So uh, I, I think it's still going to be a, a State Farm Super Bowl, so I'll yeah. stick to that one. I like we'll, that. We'll see how I mean, how I think it'd be out. fun. <laughs> Aaron and, and Yeah, you Pat. see the new State Farm ads? They've been, like, playing that up. Like, yeah, yeah Jake from State Farms. Where, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. It is. Uh, but we'll see. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that wraps things up for week 19. I can't believe we're already here, man. Ooh, week 19 by. of Talking Chop. Uh, so whether you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, uh, make sure to subscribe and catch our weekly episodes of some of Kansas City's top execs and personalities. Um, hopefully we'll have a couple more. i uh, got a couple awesome guests down the pipeline for it. Uh, if things sh- shake out the way we hope they do mm-hmm. on our way to run it back. But Kiana, do you have any final thoughts or anything? No, let's just get the Super Bowl. Let's keep impacting our community. Yep. Let's let's get this 2021 down and yep. greater things ahead. Thanks for yeah, having yeah. me on. Awesome. You're so welcome. Appreciate uh, you being here. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, catch you all next week. And as always, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. <laughs>